last week on Discount Heroes. A sprawling, majestic forest sits beneath you. All right, Flargle, if you're going to stay here, you got to pull your own weight. I guess the center of this grove here, it looks like all of the trees have completely collapsed. It's an entire wing of the arcane university that you studied at. It's the Alcazar. All right, as you're making your way back, you hear the sound of brush and leaves being crushed behind you. Maybe we should just clear some of the rubble out from the door and we can get in here. All right, we'll do it the hard way. Bros, there's something here. It sounds big. We can even post up or make haste on getting inside this door. Stack a couple of desks up and try to build our own ladder to get a little closer to this thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you feel very sick from this. Uh... They seem to have been recently experimenting with changing the size of a summoned creature. Thrasher goes and jumps up there and pulls himself up. Is there anybody in here? <laughs> it looks like a little lizard that walks on two legs. Yeah, we're all nice and safe. Right, Copes? Oh. oh, crap. There he is. And then I go try and grab him. He bit my finger. You get in your crate. Bad boy. Yeah, you add one mini T-Rex in a jar to your inventory. Tonight on Discount Heroes. A deal with the devil, you don't say... So welcome to Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed. We are a chaotic character and story-driven real play podcast. We're a group of five friends who have all known each other for 15 plus years. We've played countless hours of D&D, and now we want to share with you the game we love so much. My name is Brent. I'm the DM here. We've got four players here. Why don't you introduce yourself and who you're playing? Is it me first? No, it's always been air. We started doing it in age, order of age. I thought it was always me first, and then Jared threw me off. No, it's always been Tyler, Aaron. It's always been me, right? Yes, every time. The first episode was Aaron, and then we very quickly got off of that. I'm not sure how many episodes were Aaron. Jared, it's been Tyler, Aaron forever. I thought it had been two. Episode one is Aaron first. But none of the others are. None of the others. We can't even get the damn intro right, guys. So, guys, it's Tyler, and I play the Circle of the Stars Jewid Copes. Hey, thanks for buying front row seats. This is Demarok the Tiefling Bard, played by Aaron. Hey, guys, this is Jared, playing the part of Thrasher, the Human Barbarian. And this is Matt, and I am playing the gnome who's feeling at home in the room full of bones. Knox Longfoot. All right. So we're going to start this episode with another little question here. This is a little bit different type of question. My question for each of you players is, how dare you? <laughs> I'd like each of you to answer that. Let's start, with, let's start with Tyler here. How dare I? How dare I? How about why? Why I dare? I dare because 
No, I dare because I've been killed a lot in the last few episodes, and I thought I thought this was a fun character story, story-driven real play podcast, but I die almost every episode. So, how dare you, Brent? <laughs> that's the real that's the real question. I'm trying to drive that character story into the ground. <laughs> yeah, my character story is driven into the ground over and over again. That's how I dare. How dare I? How dare all of us? All right, next. Damn, that was, that was powerful. <laughs> I thought something would come. How dare I? I'm a daring guy. All right, that's a that's a quick way to get out of answering. That's <laughs> yeah, right. rhyme. Just rhyme real quick. <laughs> that's literally what I've been shooting for this entire game. How dare I? I cannot be contained. So let's go ahead and begin the game. So last week, our intrepid adventurers arrived at the newly invented Hidden Grove, (laughs) making plans for their hopefully eventual encounter. But above the grove, they spotted something. Ruins. Some kind of building having apparently crashed into the ground from above. Nox recognized it as Alcazar, the conjuration wing of the arcane university of Alcaster Isle. Moving in to investigate, they found the lone remaining tower and the ruins within. After finding some magical remnants, they encountered something strange on the second floor, a miniaturized dinosaur which presented maximum danger. <clears throat> After a few rolls from Demarok Thrasher and the sickened copes, they were able to lure the creature into containment once again, adding it to his inventory and bringing us to where we are now. I noticed you didn't say I helped at all. That that hurts a little. I did get bit. How is that helping? I like when you said they encountered something wild. I was like, a woman? What? Because huh? we do a D&D podcast. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just cut that out, please. <laughs> All right, so what, we just finished a long rest, right? Is that where we were at? Yeah, we took a long rest real quick. It's a beautiful morning. Yeah, we can deal with the consequences of that real quick if you want. <laughs> Are there always consequences? Yeah, no, look, I think what happened is we caught that. We realized we're in a pretty safe place. It's going to be hard to get up to us. It's dark outside. Guys, let's radio into Braddock. Make sure everything's going good up there. And maybe we can get a quick rest. Good plan. Copes kind of looks a little messed up still. Uh, yeah, I've done everything I can, though. Does anybody have a cooler I could put my finger in? It's going to fall off. What? What's a cooler? There's so much blood coming from it. <laughs> in eight hours, I can help you. Braddock. Come in, Braddock. Huh? What, what <laughs> is it? This is Brad- Braddock. This is Braddock. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, is everything good on the ship? I think we're just gonna camp out in here. Yeah, I mean, everything's good. Oh, God. Braddock said, I mean, I said that everything everything should be fine. Nothing's happening. Fargo Buns isn't causing you any trouble, is he? No, no, he's in fact, he's, he's excellent. I recommend him <laughs> for a promotion of some kind when you guys get back. If you want to promote him now, I'll tell him. 
No, nah, we'll talk about it when we get back, and, you know, I'll figure out if I gotta cut him in half or not. But, okay, Braddock, we'll see you tomorrow. You just hear Flargobun scream, as, and you hear a bludgeon thud. <laughs> <laughs> but not in a way that worries us, right? But not in, not one that worries you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't worried. I was talking to Braddock. I want to make a little bu- bed out of the bones. A little butt what? A little bone bed. Okay, I mean, it's tiny little bones, so it takes a while, but, I mean, that's probably going to cover at least 30 minutes of your rest. You said it rained down from the ceiling and it bursted out of this giant pile. I thought they were kind of everywhere. The bones? That's the way you described it to me. They're little tiny bones. Yeah, I understand they're small, but they rained down upon us. Yeah, I'm just saying, this is like building a bed out of toothpicks here. I can't think of a more uncomfortable thing to sleep on. Than a little nest of tiny bones and glass shards. I'm not building a bed as like a carpenter. I'm sweeping them into a pile and laying them down on them like some leaves. Yeah, you comically listen to the sound of bones and glass being <laughs> swept into a pile. <laughs> I have thick lizard skin. That's fine. You are not a lizard. Demon. <laughs> I'm going to roll an animal handling check on Demi. He's got demon feet. He's got or no dragon feet. Lizard skin. <laughs> I thought a demon is like a little dragon human person. Lizard dragon human. Like a like a dragonborn. Did you want to be a dragonborn? Did you accidentally? Is that not what I am? <laughs> Something like that. Nope. Nope. I, I should have got somebody to draw me. <laughs> <laughs> It really worked out for me. I'll take first watch, guys. Go to sleep. I stand by. I just want to... I'm sleeping on some bones. Okay. All right. I'm not going to stop you. It seems hardcore. All right. You nestle up. I respect it. Are you guys going for a long rest here? Yes. Yes. Yeah. We're all depleted. And Thrasher is taking watch. So let's just go ahead and have Thrasher roll a cup of perception checks. Oh, God. 17. Are you resting, Thrasher? I'm just wondering. Uh, I mean, I'm going to. You don't actually have to sleep to rest? I was about to say, because I don't need to sleep. You you just have to stay light activity only. Okay. Well, that's only for a short rest, isn't it? You actually have to sleep for a long rest, don't you? No, it doesn't even say that there. Now, not sleeping has its own penalty. All right, well, he doesn't have to sleep, apparently, so I'm going to wake him up after my shift. And then I'm going to actually sleep. Yeah, I think tieflings don't have to sleep. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they do. Yeah, but it's elves, I think, that don't. They trance. I thought I wrote that down. I mean, you can write whatever you want down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tyler, Tyler, could you just out loud real quick say, oh, yeah, no, actually, uh, just say tieflings don't have to sleep. Yeah, yeah, tieflings don't have to sleep. I talked to... Uh, oh, okay, well, good, we're good. Nope, 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 nope. I got there first. I talked to <laughs> Nick Nolte. Who's the guy who made D&D? Gary Gygax? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Gygax. I talked to him. Yeah, I just tweeted him. He said it's cool. (laughs) Can't believe he tweeted us back. What a following base we have. It's impressive stuff, man. I'm hitting Twitter hard. (laughs) All right. So you made some rolls, Thrasher, for your perception check. If anyone else is taking a rest, I'll just take one from them as well. I mean, I'm asleep. What kind of roll do I need to make? No, only if you're taking watch. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay. 
Demi said he was. Yeah, I am. Go ahead and roll. All right. It's 18. So actually, both of you would hear this, so we'll just start with Thrasher. You hear the sounds of rubble being displaced down in the lower floor, but when you go to look, you don't spot anything. Every once in a while, while you're taking this watch, you'd hear some noise of some of the debris being pushed around, but whenever you go check, you don't see anything. And if you stand watch over the hatch, you similarly don't see anything move. We did close the hatch. Okay, I mean, I assume you could check it still. I assume you'd want to check it if you heard stuff down there. Yeah, yeah, you're right, I would. My DM knows me. Should we see out the windows? You can. Ooh, you can, I can. One of the windows primarily looks down towards the ground in the rubble below. You're not that high off the ground in the second floor. And the other one, you can see up into the sky, so it doesn't really offer much view. Yeah, so I don't see anything digging at the rubble. The sky. No, you don't see anything digging. Okay. I'll just continue to rest then. Then the eight hours pass, and you guys wake up in the early morning. Oh, thank God. Um, As we all kind of wake up, uh, Nox is going to look down at Thrash and be like, Hey, hey, do you want to check with them on the ship and just make sure everything was okay overnight there? Yeah, I didn't hear anything, did you? They should be in good hands. They got Rick and Braddock up there. After the wrestling? No, no, no. Just oh, from waking up. Yeah, yeah. Or, oh, you mean in the morning. Hey, Braddock, you up? Uh, yeah, this is Braddock again. <laughs> Could you have Braddock say, new sending stone, who dis? Well, <laughs> uh, hey, every, everything going all right on the ship this morning? Yeah, uh, Braddock, I mean, I've been working on uh, the ship. She's, I, I, I mean, she. I've been doing some stuff with the... The... If you don't give this stone a Braddock right now, okay. I am going to cut you in half. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> hey guys, Braddock here. How does he keep getting the stone? He's a little slimy little quick fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps snatching it. <laughs> I'm working on this winch thing. He keeps grabbing it for me. In any case, what is it you need? I'm kind of busy here. Everything good then? You don't need us to hurry back or anything right now? No, nothing's happened. Were you waiting for something to happen? Alright, good. We'll see you when we get done checking out this tower thing. Bye. Alright, she's gone. Yeah, Demi's sitting on his pile of bones, snacking on some uh, sashimu. Hey, uh, anybody hungry this morning? There's only a little bit of this stuff left. Brent, how does Copes feel? You feel better. Oh, bros, that long rest really, really helped me out. I'd love some sashimi. And I run over to Demi. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. I feed the crew, and we're kind of getting ready in the morning. So, did you see anything during watch? Man, uh, like, I heard some gnarly noises that kind of spooked me, but every time I checked down the hole, there's nothing there. I looked out the windows, nothing there, so... I think it was just a new place and, like, you know, it's dark and, you know, in a weird tower. Yeah, it's probably nothing. You don't think it was that invisible bear? What invisible bear? That Ilgis told us about. Oh! <laughs> oh, I forgot all about that! Yes, now I fully. I mean, they said there was an invisible bear in town. Think, okay. 100% it was an invisible bear down there. A thousand percent. 
guys, we just found a miniature T-Rex. I think it may be a little more concerning than an invisible bear. Where is that? The T-Rex. Knox jumps on a shelf. Did did you lose the (laughs) T-Rex? There's a T-Rex in here. I jump on the same shelf. Copes, it's in your bag. In the jar. It's in my bag! (laughs) (laughs) I'd kick you off the shelf. Get away from me! (laughs) No! Oh, oh, the the little guy. Yeah. No, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah, fine. Something like that. Well, uh, onwards <laughs> and upwards, shall we? Yeah, I guess, but I do think that bear's down there. <laughs> Just going to reiterate that. Fully convinced now. I couldn't bear to stand if he was down there. We need to get up. Okay, yeah. Let's go see what this next floor of this place has. I look around. How many desks do I see? <laughs> The desk worked once before. We can climb the shelves. To 12 feet. Yeah, it's only 8 feet further. In the center of the room. Are they hard to open hatches? They haven't been so far. That's cryptic. That is a little cryptic. (laughs) Are there no desks around? There weren't as many desks in this room. It was mostly chairs. It must have been a lecture room of some kind. Oh, the only desk that killed me <laughs> was the only <laughs> desk in the room. I said there were a few <laughs> desks. Are the shelves attached to the wall? Can we move the shelves? Hey, Knox. Yeah. Fastball special? Uh, let's hold off on that one. I, I think I have another idea. Hold on. Just uh, give me one minute. And he's going to pull out a little copper bowl and put some incense in it and kind of light it. And he's going to cast Find Familiar. And as the incense forms up, it forms into the shape of an owl that perches on his shoulder. It only takes, well, I don't know, a minute. I'm not ritually casting it. Ten minutes, yeah. I'm at, No, I'm doing it for real. I actually used a spell slot on this. <gasps> Wait, we have a bunch of time, don't we? Can I ritually cast it? I'm going to ritually cast it. Let's be real. Yeah. During your rest, you could have done it. <laughs> yeah. Here we fuck. Yeah, go. yeah. So during ten minutes of our rest after we woke up, He's going to cast Find Familiar, and a a shimmering white owl will form out of the smoke and land on his shoulder. Maybe we could use the bird here to to drop a rope on there or maybe try to open the latch or something. That is a great idea. Hey there, little bird. Try to give a little pet. Yeah, yeah. He's a cool bird. He, He doesn't bite your finger off like some things, Brent. Oh, nice. I was was a little worried. (laughs) Sweet. Let's see what it could do. Is there anything that he could hitch on to? I don't know how possible an owl trying to help us out here is. It may not be. So if it's easy to open the hatch, he should be able to do it. No problem. Okay. I look at him and I, hey, can you try to open that? And he's like, yeah, totally. And he flies up there and does it. All right, so you're looking up at it as he flies up there. He grabs a hold of the hatch with his talons and then flaps wildly to pull it free. It falls away easily, and as he does, a humongous pile of debris falls through the hatch straight down (laughs) onto you. Onto who? Nox. Yeah, yeah. That sounds about right. Why were you standing directly under the door? Yeah, why were you under it? I mean, because I just said, I don't know. Let's be honest. Where would you expect Knox to be standing? On Jared's shoulders. Yeah, probably. 
So various books, pieces of wood, other glass shards, things fall from the hatch as soon as it opens. What you got? What I got what? Dexterity save. That's a that's a six. That sounds about right. Let's see if I roll as good against you as I do against Hopes. Alright guys, we're taking another long rest. I do not roll against <laughs> you as good, so you take five damage. Oh, classic. <laughs> Does that kill him? Ow! God, I always hated these books. Oh. Alright, well, the door's open. The dust clears and you can see into the room above just a little bit. It is morning, so it's probably decently well lit. Although you can only see the narrow view that the hatch offers you. So he's going to get out from under the stupid hatch. Any useful books that may help me identify the powders or anything I have that hit me in the face? Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. Just do a investigation check real quick. That's a 10. That's a 10. So you do find quite a few books of various topics. Most of it's obviously centered around conjuration. You think you probably could find something describing what you're looking for, but you'd have to devote some time really pawing through these books to find what you're looking for. Okay, he'll pick up a couple that look interesting to him, like they may be able to help. And then he's going to move over to the other side of the room, and he's going to sit down cross-legged, crisscross applesauce, and close his eyes, and suddenly he can now see through the eyes of the owl, who will fly up into that next room. Ooh, okay. I like this play. Okay, so inside the room, the walls are lined with these bookshelves, which must have been adhered to the wall in some capacity because for the most part, they're all still up against the walls. Although they're completely empty of the books that once lined their shelves, having fallen to the ground and whatever it was that happened to this place. You see another similar hatch leading to the narrowest part of the tower at the top. On the ground, you just see piles of books, broken chairs, not much else without getting in closer to investigate. Yeah, roll a perception check for me for your bird. Okay, so that's going to use the owl stats. So he gets a plus three to perception, and he has advantage on it if it relies on hearing or sight, which I'm assuming it does. Uh, 10 plus three, so 13. You get some strange sense, like the owl is noticing something, but you can't catch a glimpse of what it is it's noticing. Through its eyes, you see it just darting, looking at something along the ground. You can't see what it is that it's looking at, though. Okay, so the owl will fly back down in to the room with us and perch itself on Nox's shoulders. Uh, All right, so it looks like there could be something in that room up there again, but I wasn't able to see exactly what it could be. Like it was too fast or invisible? Uh, I'm I'm not very good at looking through the bird's eyes, if I'm being honest, so I'm not really sure. It seemed to be trying to look at something, but I couldn't tell what it was. Gotcha. Okay, well, let's figure out a way to get you up in there so you can see better. Yeah. Oh, nice. He said he's doing it first. Yeah, why not? Okay, cool. Uh, Giant ladder? Everybody backpack each other. Oh, I don't. (laughs) Oh, what about the bird and the rope? He can't really tie it to anything, but... Well, let's just try to be confident. Maybe Brent will let us do it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Is there anything the bird could fly around with a rope that we could kind of loop it over something? I know you said there were shelves in there. Yeah, just have both ends come hang down, and we just climb up both of them. It can try. Okay. I'm sure it could find something. Yeah, yeah, let's give it a shot. So he's going to hand the rope to the talon of the owl and see if it can fly up there and just wrap it around something. All right. He flies up there. He finds, like, I don't know, some overturned stuff, something that's wedged pretty tightly, and you give it the command to wrap the rope around it at least so you can... I'm sure it's not able to tie a knot. No, I figured it could. if it could fly around and then fly back, we'd have both ends of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, 20 feet, so yeah, that makes sense. That's a good idea. All right, guys, it seems like this is our best shot. I'll give it a try since I'm the smallest and... I'm not sure how well this will hold. I can always tie it off better once I get up there. Uh, and I'll try to... As the owl flaps back downward, as it comes through the hatch down, it starts flapping wildly as though something startled it, and it quickly scrambles in flight back to you. So, what did we said, Thrasher, you were going up first, right? You're going to try the rope? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go check it out, man. Something's up there. I go ahead and climb that rope, and I'm going to have my axe. No, I think I need to use the sword so I can see. I'm going to have my celestial sword clutched in one hand while I'm climbing. On his way up, I shout out to him. You got this, man. I got all the faith in you, bro. And I cast a bardic inspiration. Thank you. So you climbing up? Yeah, I, I went up. You don't have to make a roll to climb a rope. I know. I'm very good at this. And then I look. All right, you make it up to the top, pull yourself up. You're surrounded by books. How bad could it be, really? <laughs> it's pretty quiet. You see a similar hatch right above you. Uh, could I do a perception check? Yeah. Oh, natural 20. Ooh. You hear quite a few things. You hear the sound of something scratching against the floor. It sounds like the movement of some kind of rodent or other creature, but looking around, you don't actually spot anything but a couple times you see maybe some dust get kicked up as though by something it seems like whatever this is there's more than one mm. i climb up i'm gonna roll a die real quick all right you feel something fly past your head whipping your hair with its wind you feel something touch you something furry i look at it and you don't see anything if this is an invisible bear, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> Flying invisible bear. Another thing just whips past you. You feel it graze you just slightly. Did I see where it came from? came from your left and went to the right, but you don't see anything. Crash! Is it good up there? Can we come up? There's something up here, guys. Hurry! You, you feel a little something sharp cut across the top of your head. You take one damage. Ow. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll be here all week. I just swing my axe in the direction of, you know, whatever touched me. All right, just make a roll. Disadvantage. Disadvantage? Yep. Oh, that's a seven. That's a seven. You whip past, and you feel like your hand or axe got close to something but you didn't manage to hit anything. You feel another nick at the back of your neck. You take one more damage. I swing in that direction. <laughs> this is, so what you guys are seeing is just Thrasher, <laughs> like, looking around wildly, and it's just like, ow! 
Oh man, does it have to be disadvantaged? Wait, are you trying to tell me that he's up there <laughs> thrashing around? You know it. You swing. You feel like you almost got something, but it just gets away, whatever it is. That one was a nine. Did a nine still get away? A nine still gets away. I'm not going up there. It was a nine or a nat 20, but no. Nox is going. Yeah, I'm climbing up. Right, you take one more damage, Thrasher. Stop hitting me. <laughs> Are we up there? All right, you guys make your way up. You see Thrasher. I'm assuming he's like standing there wild-eyed. <laughs> I take another. Every time I, ta- I get to take another swing, right? Yeah, yeah, every time. That one with disadvantage, that one was a 16. That's a 16? Mm-hmm. You hear a... And something slams into the wall. And then as whatever it is hits the wall, you see a little puff of dust appear. A jump on top of that. It's real tiny, this little thing. About like teacup-sized creature. Do I see it now? You see it now. As soon as it hits the wall, it just becomes visible. It slides down and it's an odd-looking cat creature with three tails. I grab it. It cries in distress and attempts to claw at you, but it's unable to do so, having captured it. Hey, calm calm down, man. Be stern, Thrasher. What the heck is that thing? Uh, do I know what this is? Have I seen one of these? Uh, you gotta roll a check to know that. This is an Arcana check. The perfect man to do it. Yeah, right? I love Thrasher Arcana checks. They're my favorite. Uh... I rolled a four, so with my modifier, that is a four. <laughs> it's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know whatever you think you know about it. It's a dog with a couple tails. Now, I got no idea what this thing is, guys. Get up here. No, we're up there. What is this thing? I assume it's still flailing and thrashing around. I'm just holding it at arm's length out towards them. Yeah. It looks like a little raccoon thing. Against Copes, you take one damage as something nicks at one of your legs. I do? Yeah. Damn it. You feel something lightly move past you and you take one damage as it nicks you in the leg. Ah! Alright, Thrash, let me take a look at that thing, see if I have any idea. Hurry! That's a 16 Arcana. So this is... It's a Displacer Beast kitten. Oh, crap. That's not good. Oh, no. So a displacer beast is a pretty rare creature that really only lives in a few environments, mostly surrounded by other magical energies of some kind. You know that it's got these three odd tails that resonate with the air with different sounds, and they're capable of rendering themselves completely invisible until they're struck by something. Okay, guys, these are just kittens of something far more dangerous. Be careful with them. I uh, Don't hurt them. Don't hurt them? Don't hurt him. If the mom's around, we're going to be in a lot more trouble if we hurt him. Catch him. So don't cast Cloud of Daggers. I, I am going to have to say no. Okay, that's a good note. <laughs> does it create a Cloud of Daggers? It does. <laughs> a big one. Uh, the room is probably 20 feet diameter, 20 feet tall, and it's circular. Oh, 20 feet diameter, huh? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are there cages around? Anything? You don't see anything. This doesn't look like a room where creatures would have been kept. I'm going to drop the one I'm holding back down. Like down the hatch or what? Yeah, I'm just going to drop it down the hatch. 
<laughs> it's okay. I'm pretty sure he's going to land on his feet. It lands on its feet dexterously, and then after a few moments, just vanishes. We shut the hatch. Does a 15 hit you, Demarok? You know, I don't know at the moment. Uh, no. Nox, you take one more damage. You get you get a little nick on your ankle again. Yeah, that's fine. I got plenty of health. Hang tight, bros. I'm going to punch the ground and cast Entangle. Hey. All right, what does that look like for everybody else? Grasping weeds and vines in a 20-foot square, starting from a point within range. So uh, I punch the ground and vines shoot out, covering the entire room. If a creature in the area, they have to succeed on a strength saving throw or they become entangled until the spell ends. Okay, so that happens to all your allies as well. Yep, I, I get that. Hang on, hold on though. Guys, Tyler, you just cast a spell because it was useful in the situation and not just doing something just because it popped into your head. I'm really proud of you right now. Thank you. Thank you, Jared. That's really good D&D. Well, let's see how useful it was. I I punch the ground and vines shoot everywhere, and y'all all have to do a strength check. Strength. Ooh, Nox got a fifteen. Is it strength or dex? Strength. Thirty twenty. Nox is feeling beefy. Yeah. Twelve. Oh, it's against Cope's DC, so whatever his difficulty check is. Yeah, I know what that is. Eight plus your modifier plus your proficiency bonus. It's a twelve. It's a twelve. Yeah. So Ty goes to... The saver. So everyone passed, it looks like. Yay, I saved. Yeah. So you guys are all free. You see that the the vines wrap around three little things, although you still can't see them. I'm going to grab one. Punch him, bros! Sock him! <laughs> Without much difficulty, you're able to grab them in the time allotted before the vines try to grab you once again. And then we drop them down the hatch. Yep. What does that sound like three times, Brent? (laughs) (laughs) Demarok, you take one damage as something slips past your leg and gives you a little nick. Oh, mother, motherfucker. Oh, what was that? Guys, I think we got some ground ones, too. They just got me. No, I got the ones on the ground, bro. Not that one. There could be more that also... Why would I say that in character? There could be more that also passed the saving throw like we did. Yeah. Nox is going to dive at Demi's feet and see if he lands at one. Oh, okay. Roll a dexterity check with probably with disadvantage because you can't see it. That's a five. That's a five. <laughs> You've got it for a second, but it claws and wriggles free. I missed it. And you don't take one damage. Can I do a perception check to see if I, like, notice an indentation where one might be standing or something? Everyone has to make a new saving throw because you're still in the vines. Oh, no. Well, they're everywhere, aren't they? Not if they didn't move, right? Specifically, if you end your turn in the area, you have to make another save. Okay, I got a 16. I got a 12. 15. This thing has rolled a 20 on each of its rolls so far. Oh, my gosh. I hate it. Now can I do a perception check to see if I see it? You can try to look around for it, yeah. Twelve. Twelve? You take one damage. No. <laughs> As it nicks you running around your feet. Hey, Nox, cast flame sphere, bro. <laughs> Did you say we need some grease? Oh, no. I don't have anything for this. Brent, are you kidding? What are you doing, Brent? Uh, what? 
You are cheating. It's got a 20 again. Yeah, I know. What What is up with this thing? That's three, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What is with this tiny cat? Demi, cast the dagger thing. Look, everybody just jump <laughs> and belly flop. I jump and belly flop. I'm going to end thorns or entangle. I jump for it. All right, you, you end it? Yep. Demarok. You feel something go to bite into you once again for one damage, but whatever it is gets stuck in your armor. Maybe a tooth, a claw. I reach down and try to grab it by the scruff of the neck. You pluck it up, unable to see it still, but feeling it struggle within your grasp. Why can't I see it? Not until it takes damage. Because it's for all those reasons he said that we can't see them before. I hit it. No, you picked it up. No, it hit you. Flick him in the nose. Yeah, I flick it. This creature hisses and then meows wildly at you. You hear something from below. I don't think I can make the sound needed. It's pretty good. Was that it? Huh. No, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking to Louie? I open the door and I toss the cat down. You toss it down falls to the ground and then after a few moments becomes invisible. I didn't hear it. <laughs> and it lands on the ground, disappears after a few moments. You watch as you see the debris down below get displaced with a large footstep one at a time. Something walking on four legs <laughs> stalking around the room. After a few moments we close it. You hear some smelling, and then uh, I can't, I don't know how to do a cat. You hear like a, a cat roaring. You did it a bunch of times already. I can't do a cat roaring, though. Try. Like a proper big cat. Maybe you can. Let's hear it. Like a proper big cat. I was ready to make fun of you, but that was pretty good. And then you shut it. Yep. You sit there, <laughs> maybe a few minutes of tense silence. And we all sit on the door. <laughs> <laughs> but you hear no further indication that these creatures are still here. Is there a way to latch the door? We could pile everything that's in the room on the door. Uh, there is a way to latch the door. I mean, that would make sense. We do. Should we go down and try to tame them? What? No. What? This is why you're always dying. If you say something dumb, I won't respond in character. No, <laughs> no, we shouldn't. Should we drop the T-Rex down there? Maybe. That is actually much more. <laughs> so maybe. Yeah, we might end up doing that at some point. That's an awesome idea. <laughs> he might be in cat hoots with him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh the, cat, the cat just starts trying to bust through the hatch after that. <laughs> that was quick, Tyler. That one really got to me. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Oh, man. Yeah. Multilingual Mierkelays. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, meow, let's move on here. Oh, oh, no! Come on. Okay, guys, should we keep moving up? You guys gotta be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should speak quieter. Let's all just whisker. Uh. <sighs> all right, everybody got one. Everybody got one. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna look around the room now. See what's in here. All right. 15 perception. 
The floor of the room is completely littered with books of all types of topics. Most completely of them... littered. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Most of them sound probably absurdly boring to your taste, Thrasher, but they seem to cover all sorts of topics on uh, all sorts of categories of conjuration. Categories. What's what's, <laughs> what's one of the titles we see there? Conjuring the self, personal teleportation, maintaining control of demons is one of them. I think Knox will pick that one up. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. It just says "don't" when you open it. Do I find a book called Cantrips for Barbarians? It just says "don't try" when you open. Damn it. <laughs> You find sort of a chronicle, the types of conjuration spells that can be found and the ones that I have thought to have been lost. Yeah, if you want to find anything specifically useful, you're going to have to spend time really pawing through all the books. Oh, come on. Oh, that was on purpose. Stop it. I said paw before the cats were even here. (laughs) All right, guys, do we want to look around here or do we want to try to keep going? How many floors are there to this tower? I think this was the last one, wasn't it? Or one more after this? I feel like you should know if anybody knows. Yeah, honestly, Knox, it just kind of hit me while we were standing here. This is a weird building in the woods. What do you know about this place? Do you think this place was attacked or... No, this is the building that from his from his university. Yeah, and now it's in the woods, maybe thousands of miles away. Yeah, I, I don't... That's why we're exploring it. I don't know how it got here at all. I, I really... I, I don't know, unfortunately. Conjuration is the kind of magic that deals with teleportation. Right. Could have had something to do with that, but the way the forest looked and the trees were bent, it didn't look like it just plopped up here nice and neatly. Yeah, it wasn't a clean cut, right? Like, Yeah. Huh. I'm hoping we may be able to find something in here, maybe up at the top. I look up. How far up is that hatch? Same as the others, 20 feet up. You got that owl with you still, bro? Yeah, yeah, he, he flew up here. If you want to get it rolling just like you did last time, we don't have to go through that. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a shot again. We do it. Stuff falls down. I, we move. Stuff falls down. You take five more damage. No, get out of here. No, no, no. <laughs> you take a lot more damage. <laughs> the owl pulls it free. Nothing falls down. <gasps> of course, this time. Just silence falls. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, I'll send the owl up again. Try to take a look. All right, so this is much smaller. Looks like the tower narrows quite a bit as you reach the top of it. Inside of this room, on the floor seems to be some kind of arcane sigil inscribed that takes up pretty much the entirety of the room, save for the small space around the hatch. There's also something around the circumference of the circle. It looks like there's something chained to the wall. You want to investigate further? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. The owl looks closer. What's the owl's name? Gumdrop, of course. <laughs> Gumdrop gets closer. He sees a an odd little creature on two legs. Its red body is covered in these shiny red scales. Got this like gremlin-like head and sharp fangs that protrude past its lower lip and these little horns that stick up on either side of its head. It's chained to the wall, you said? Yeah. And about how big are we talking? It's half your height, so about a foot tall. Okay. I'll have the owl come fly back down and explain that to the group. There's some sort of creature chained to the wall. Red scales, big teeth, 
Don't put your fingers near it, I'm guessing. How tall is it? How big is it? It looked pretty small, but maybe a foot. That didn't stop the last one from being pretty powerful, but there's a sigil in the room. I'd like to get up there and check it out. I don't know how smart it is, but when's that ever stopped us before? That's right. All right, so can Gov drop drop us a rope? Yeah, just like before, you're able to set that up. We'll just go through that. You guys are able to start climbing up. Okay. I think Knox will climb up first on this one because he wants to try to get a view of the arcane symbol before everybody gets in this room. Okay. You climb up the rope into this little room here at the top of the tower. That thing, that creature up against the wall immediately notices you. If you want a description, I'll give you that to you first. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm going to kind of climb up top very slowly and cautiously. Okay. Trying to keep very calm. So as you reach the top, you can see the sigil. It's not just inscribed onto the ground. It's almost like it's enameled into the floor. You can see this raised, glossy substance that makes up the sigil on the ground. It seems like it's very sturdy compared to a typical magic circle that's really just temporary. Hmm. Without further investigation, I couldn't tell you what it's for. But as you approach further to investigate that thing, it notices you, looks up at you with these bulging gold eyes. Ah, somebody's here. Somebody's here. You're gonna, you're gonna free me? What the heck? As it rattles its chains and struggles for a moment. What, what, uh, what are you? What am I freeing? Mm, I am Mucinex the imp. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I thought that was a good demon sounding name. I love it. Jiminy Christmas. Uh, um. And I can make your dreams come true. You just gotta free me from these chains. Why are you chained up in the first place if you're making dreams come true? Oh, those wizards, they never could take a joke. (laughs) You set a number of buildings on fire and they act like it's some kind of crime. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with you on that one, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Hold that thought. I, I got a couple buddies. I can't make that decision on my own. Just hang tight there. Hey, hey guys, come on up uh, and meet Mucinex. I do. I do. I do as well. Ah, oh, there's more of you. Yay, my, my rescuers. He tries to grovel, but he can't bring his little clawed hands together. But you get the gesture. Ah, oh, my saviors are here. You're going to free me. He starts crying dramatically. Mucinex, an imp, it appears. Hey, Nox. Yeah? Is there anything about that symbol on the floor in the book you found? Um. Oh, you want to know about the symbol? I can uh, tell you all about it. Just free me. We can make a deal. You, you know, we like to make deals. Hold on there, Mucinex. I know about imps. Yeah, you know I'm going to honor my deal. Where are you from, Mucinex? Uh, hell. Oh. <laughs> who's, who's hell? <laughs> Just hell. And how'd you get here? Uh, I was summoned here. Through that sigil? No, no, but don't, hey, no, no cheating. You free me, I'll tell you all about the symbol. I'll even tell you how I got here. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna look at the symbol, man. Sorry. All you need to know is about the grave injustice I have suffered here. And you should want to write it. You can't stand seeing me like this, right? And he looks dramatic and cries again. What does it sound like when he cries? (laughs) Hey, hey, cut that out. 
Sounds kind of snotty. It's not going to work on us. Oh, my God. Uh, you're right. I can tell you guys are way too smart to fall for those tricks. So stylish, too. Stop flattering <laughs> us, you little imp. So should we free him, guys? Is that the thing? No, Nox, check out the symbol. I think we might need to. Hold on, guys, stop. Don't let it work on me so quick. <laughs> he said we were styling. Yeah. Is it the sunglasses? No, it is the sunglasses. Oh, my God, I can't believe you. I was just hey, about to say that. Shut <laughs> up, Mucinex. I think it might be my bowler hat. Hey, you guys are in here. I mean, if you want privacy, you go somewhere to a different room. All right, valid point. We did climb up 80 feet to find you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just earmuffs, you know? Just kind of give us a minute. And if I do that, you'll free me? Yes. I didn't say that at all. I will. Yes. All right. We got a shake on it if we're going to make a deal. No, don't touch him. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm going to look at the symbol. I'm going to walk around the room and see if I can. Hey, what are you looking at? He just constantly <laughs> talks and pesters you while you're looking at stuff. <laughs> You know, I could tell you all about that. Knox earmuffs himself. <laughs> all right, go ahead and roll an arcana check. That's a natural 20, a 25. Oh, nice. my God. Oh, wow. Damn, I was hoping I, <laughs> I could leverage you into freeing him. Oh, I still might free him. <laughs> you recognize this as a, this is a permanent teleportation circle, and it's mostly intact. With a few small adjustments, you think it could work again. But there's something different about this. You rolled a 25, so I'm going to give you the stuff I wouldn't tell you if you just knew a lot about it. The way it's drawn, it seems like the area it encompasses is much larger than just where this circle is. But there's no way to know where the destination is necessarily without knowing where the other circle is. I doubt the circle would really convey necessarily where. Right. Now, when you say that circle is much larger than this... By reading the way the sigil is drawn exactly, you can tell that the area of effect of the circle is much larger than just the circle space. Okay. You're not sure if it would take the whole tower with it, or just everyone in the room, or it's hard to say, but it clearly affects an area much larger than just this room. Okay, guys, this is some sort of teleportation circle. It seems like it's a pretty big one. I don't know where it goes to. I can't tell that, but it may not be a good thing. I think it's pretty safe to say it's not a good thing, Knox. Well, I mean, we don't know that. Obviously, it's not the imp's teleportation, I wouldn't think. You know what? You rolled a 25. I think it's worth just straight up telling you this. You can see that the magic from this circle is bleeding into every stone, every crevice along the walls of the tower. Now that you've sensed it once, you can feel those magical vibrations. You think that maybe this is what... Maybe not brought the tower here, but brought it to wherever it was before it before it crashed here. Because it obviously crashed here. Okay, I got you. So this sigil is what made this tower move. That's what sent this thing on its way. I don't think it necessarily crashed it here. Typically, a, a teleportation circle would use to safely transport it. But wherever it went to, this is what made it move. This teleported the whole tower? Yeah, it seems like the magic is throughout the whole thing. That's incredible. How did Mucinex come here? Oh, I'm glad that you asked. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, you blow up some people's toilets. 
and everyone makes oh. a huge deal about it. And I mean, you guys don't think that's a big deal, right? Yeah, yeah, bro. That just happens. Yeah, it's not a big deal at all. <laughs> no, they managed to lure me here. They put out some, well, they put out some really good cheese and wine, and I'm a huge fan of that stuff. But they managed to lure me here. They threw a, they drew a little circle around me and uh, trapped me in here. But when the tower crashed, the circle was destroyed. But I'm still caught in these chains, and I can't get out of here. So you guys are going to help me, right? Not without making a deal. Someone rolled to know about this. You know that one way to contain something from, say, hell, like a demon, you can draw special types of circles around it that can't be broken by them and kind of trap them within. What would you add to your roll? You, you already did. Somebody already did roll for it. Yeah, that was his 25 arcana. Okay. No, that was for the sigil. Someone rolled a 16 to know what Mucinex was. I don't think so. Oh, I, I don't think anyone rolled to know about him. No, I don't think so. He just told you what he was. Correct. Yeah. Well, that's a freebie then. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Matt also just found a book about demons that he refuses to look into. That might be something, uh, Demarok, that you know about anyway. You said X. Why should we free you? Like, what could you offer us? I can uh, I can identify some stuff for you. I have some magic if I'm freed that I can use to tell you what stuff is. I can ooh, I can show you where something cool is here in the tower. Something cool that you can take with you. How cool? I never got in there because they have a pretty powerful magic ward on it, but maybe it's destroyed now. Maybe you can get what's inside. I bet we could find that. Well, what are you guys thinking? I like cool stuff. Yeah, but we got one little evil guy on our airship already. No, I don't want to come with you. I just want to be freed. I'm not even talking to you, Mucinex. I'm in the room still. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's a hell creature, <laughs> but he's also, you know, a living dude chained to a wall in the top of a tower in the hidden woods. He'll probably just live here forever. I just think there's a reason he's chained to the wall. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, you know, we haven't found anyone else chained to a wall. They just couldn't handle my style. Guys, come on. <laughs> you know how uptight wizards are? I look at Knox. They're pretty uptight there. I'm going to be honest. They're pretty uptight there. But uh, So Mucinex, here's the problem. About two floors down, there's a whole loving family of beasts that are probably pretty hungry, and you're chained to a wall. So I think we're going to need a little more information before we free you, or we'll just open up the hatch and leave. Oh, and maybe some invisible bears. I can lure those things away. I can help you get away so you guys could uh, go free. Really, they've kept me locked up here for so long. I, I know about the store of magic stuff, but what else do you want to know? I want to know more about that store of magic stuff. Like I said, I, I wasn't able to get in. The magic was too strong for me. What did you say the door was? I didn't say it, but if you make a deal and free me, then I'll gladly show you where it was, and I promise you'll never see me again. Demi? Demi. Hey, Demi. You know what we have to do. Demi, don't. It could be anything. Demi, don't. Look, I'll throw in... I'll lure those things away. That's no problem for me. And then I'll show you where the store of items is. And then and then we got a deal, right? I'll, then we'll part ways and... Everything's good. Coach, no matter what this creature is, he's still a creature. 
You know we can't just leave him chained here, and that's a pretty good deal. No, bro. He's not an animal. He said he's from hell. Do you know anything about hell? Bro, I might go to hell. You're definitely going to hell. Would you not save me? Uh, not if you were chained to a wall saying a bunch of cryptic shit. No. I don't know how serious you were about it, but you said that there was a book on handling demons, and it said don't do it, but is there... <laughs> is there any kind of book that may give us more information on imps? Are they truly evil creatures, or are they kind of like flargabuns where they're just chaotically destroying things like he kind of seems to say? So yeah, the extent of the evil most imps get up to is really just like setting things on fire which can have varying levels of bad effects but really just mischief for the most part but they really don't care if anyone gets hurt while doing it right they wouldn't really hesitate to hurt somebody if they had reason to but for the most part they're just afraid and just want to cause mischief while not being seen but it does have some advice for making a deal with a demon such advice will be useful if you want to make one with him It'll basically help you make it more ironclad because the specifics are important of the deal that you make. Right. Let's read that. But the magics that make up their, their bodies leave them bound to obey the terms of the deal. There's no getting out of the deal for them. Okay. All right, guys. I think we have a decision. We either have to make a deal with them or we leave them. Deal. Imp tank. Deal. You guys really want to make a deal with him? So badly. Knox, they both think deal. What do you think, bro? Well, judging by where he comes from, I don't exactly trust the people that ran this tower. And I truly think that a small misstep probably would have left him here locked in change. But he is a creature from hell. If we're going to do a deal, we better do it right. <laughs> to be fair, Demi is also kind of technically a creature from hell, so... And he's kind of awesome. Demi is a tiefling there, not directly from hell. I mean, not directly, I'm just saying. Don't talk about me like I'm not here. Demi, did you come from hell? <clears throat> no. Okay, see? <laughs> I mean, see? see? See where I'm coming from? <laughs> he didn't come from hell. What do you know about these deals, Knox? Can we do it safely? <sighs> safely is a weak term at best alright he will be held to whatever deal we make but he will try to trick us into making a bad deal this sounds excellent Whoa, don't talk about me like I'm not here <laughs> is that right though Mucinex <laughs> you gonna be tricky Ah, well you've got that stupid book so <laughs> I'm sure I won't be able to do anything but yeah, that's what I would have wanted to do. All right, what well, what's the book say, Nux? <laughs> uh, here, let me read it out. You can kind of make it up if you want, but it just kind of lays out how to spell things out specifically about what you want and what you're doing for him in return. Okay, if we make a deal... Here, hold on, everybody. Let's all walk to the side of the room and be a little quieter as we say this. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> The owl is going to go flap in front of him the whole time. Just distract the shit. Just distract the shit out of him. Just out of biting range, though. Okay, guys. What is the deal we make for him? Obviously, he wants to get out. He's not getting anything else out of us. But 
If we set him free, sure, he can give us things, he can show us things, but I think we need to make some sort of safeguard that he's not going to go, you know, cause too much trouble. I think the safeguard is a hard bet. I mean, what to what limit do we safeguard him? Well, we make the safeguard as strong as we want, and if he won't take it, then we leave. Knox, I know that you have been a part of warranties and licensing agreements. You know how deep these things can go. I know. I don't know that it's a great idea. Do you still have that warranty you signed? Uh, No, I didn't keep any paperwork. I just signed it. I feel like then no. (laughs) No, we're making the deal. Come on, let's go do it. Look, if we leave him here, somebody else could stumble upon him and set him free anyway. He said he knows where there's a store of magical items. Maybe. But that's a good gamble. We're in the magic tower. Can we get someone more qualified to make the deal, like Flargobuns? No. I don't think we want Flargobuns making a deal. Lord knows what he would say. All right, let's do this. Let's just be very careful about how we say things. Okay. Okay. If we're going to make this deal, I'm in. Okay. But we need to be We need very careful. I mean, we don't all have to make the deal. One of us can make the deal. All right, I vote for you, Knox. I, I hoofs up. I'll I'll do it. If you think you got it, I believe in you. Why don't we each pick one thing for the deal? One restriction. Something we tell him he's not allowed to do. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Let's go see him. Mucinex? Yeah. Alright. We are prepared to propose a deal with you. Oh, I'm so glad to hear it. Okay. Raise your right hand. Huh? No, my right. I can't raise your right hand. Okay. (laughs) God, I love this guy. (laughs) The deal should be has to stay with us forever. (laughs) All right, well, I need to know what what I'm giving you and what you're asking of me. I understand. Say, I'm Mucinex. Upon your release by us, you are bound to show us where the store of magical items is. And give us any information you know about it. And after doing that, you must then, at the time of our choosing, create a distraction for us below that gives us enough time to escape back to our ship from the animals that are at the bottom of the tower. And not burn down our airship in mischief. And then once we are safe in our ship, you are no longer bound to us in any way. And we, you will be freed. Okay. Do you agree? Is that it? Does anybody have anything to add? Yes, totally. Okay. You may not be within a mile of me. <laughs> Starting when? Yeah, be very careful how you say this. You may not be within a mile of me. Starting. Oh. Okay. Hold on. Someone else go. Uh. You said before that we'll never see you again. I would like to specify that that can't be because of you being invisible or us being unable to see. Oh, nuts. All right. (laughs) (laughs) No contact. Nice one. Nice one. Good catch. Good catch. Copes, you got something? Now go ahead. Well, if I'm going to be making the deal and shaking the hand, then you go first. You may not lay harm. To any animals or forced 
nature, natural creatures at all. That's all I need. He nods. Although he looks pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and Knox will walk up and say, And you will not help anything from hell get to this place, to this planet, to this realm. Okay, no problem. I hate those guys anyway. They're dicks. <laughs> and you will tell us where this teleportation circle brought you. Oh, oh the circle? You want to know where it goes? Yes. All right, that can be part of the deal. And Knox will look at all of his group. Um, and <laughs> you'll clean our shit before you go. <laughs> no, no, we, no. Don't, we don't want him anywhere near our ship. <laughs> no, okay, 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 you're right. I'm trying to see if we get anything else, but I think I'm good. This is such a bad idea. All right, I think I got everything you guys want. He waves a shackled hand and a little scroll appears with the exact wording of the things that you've said written on it. Oh my God. Knox opens his book and looks at the scroll and looks at his book. It looks like you don't see any red flags. You've worded things appropriately and he hasn't changed the wording of anything yet you said. Okay. But it says in exchange for freeing Mucinex, the glorious, most magnanimous and humble imp from his much undeserved captivity. (laughs) For which he will seek immediate recompense. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> On who? It's the unspecified. Oh, but you guys no. have covered that probably in your restrictions on you guys. Yeah, on us. Yeah, but I don't I don't want it to be part of the deal that he gets to go. <laughs> like, you give him free permission to. <laughs> yeah, free permission to go wreak vengeance on whoever did this to him. Why did he do all this? Well, these these guys let me go, so... Maybe we could take that out of the deal then. Can we cross that part out? You already said I couldn't hurt natural creatures, so I'm just gonna, like, clog their toilets and stuff. I just don't know why you had to add that in there, but you just gonna left that part out. Oh, and I could do it anyway? Yeah. No. (laughs) Dimmy. What? I can't control what he does after this. We... Explicitly can. We are very literally <laughs> doing that right now. That is Yeah, I just that is the point of the deal. I just don't care if he follows it or not. We don't know who it is. Knox points to that last part about whatever claiming his retribution. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he says Nobody in the green flame planes is part of this. Oh, like anybody in there? Nobody. <laughs> Uh, Put it on the paper. We'll leave you chained to the wall, little bro. A little fire flares and those words have been added to your deal. Everybody good with it? I sign. I sign it. Fuck. You just need to apply a little bit of blood and that's a signature. Oh, God, no. I'll go first. Just one of us, right? Well, everyone who's honoring the deal, he bites his own lip. Bites his own lip with his long fang and then drips it onto the paper. Oh, that's good. I cut copes just a little. Ow! <laughs> All right, Knox will do it. I drip my blood onto the paper with the demon deal. Yeah, me too. I try to bite my lip like the demon. I, I get a little too much, but a little bit of my lip falls down there. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 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 like a real small chunk. <laughs> but it's bloody. I just want to go on record saying that. 
I know this is a terrible decision we're making. Such this is so bad. <laughs> I didn't climb all the way up here to not get anything out of it. Let's go. I don't know. I think the book might have saved us. Yeah, but we didn't have a book to just look at and read about this situation. Yeah, I'm gonna be more generous in my reading of this whole interaction because of the book. As your, <laughs> your dried lip falls onto the the paper. Because they're chap. The paper burns up in a flash. Alright, we have a deal! You guys are not gonna regret this! <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic, guys! <laughs> Alright, let's get these stupid chains off. Alright! He's dancing excitedly. Alright, Thrasher, you're up, buddy. I get the chains off. Ow, they're hot! Are they? Yeah. <laughs> Ow, they're hot! <laughs> I hit him with my axe. Them? <laughs> no, the, the chains. Yeah, let's just kill him. <laughs> Good deal, whack. All right, you give a couple quick strikes and you shatter the manacles as Mucinex yelps in fright each time. He stands up, holds out his arms, and moves them around. Oh, man. It's been so long since I could stretch my arms. Ah, wow. Thanks, guys. All right, now let's get to it, right? Yeah. Let's get to it, bro. And he does a little leap and just floats gingerly down to the next floor. I follow. Yep. Yep, down the rope. Yep. He looks down from the third level. Ah, there are those things. Little displacer beasts, huh? Kittens, too. That's them. They are down on the second floor. Yeah, looking down from the third floor. Oh, okay. Then, yes. It's just kittens, right? Well, not just kittens, no. Oh. There's one really big one down there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, just one minute. You see him hop down there, and as he hops over the hatch, he just vanishes in a puff of smoke. And then he reappears down there. They don't seem to have noticed him. Holds up his arms, grows to six feet tall. Oh, my God. And he screams. <laughs> his voice is still very high-pitched. He's a harpy. <laughs> you <laughs> the displacer beasts all just jump in fright and scatter you don't exactly see them but you see the visual of the debris being moved around as they scramble through the next hatch and you imagine out of the tower itself and after only a few moments he shrinks back down to size pretty good trick guys huh yeah yeah great trick so far so good we dealt with them probably that quickly too it's just an illusion, though. I don't actually get that big. Good to know. That's what I tell all the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mucinex. All right, let's go find those magic items, huh? Yeah. All right, let's go. As you make your way outside the tower, he happily prances around, jumping from rock to rock. I can't believe I'm free, guys. Thank you so much. Well, you're almost free. Oh, you're okay. Well, you're right. You're right. You see him concentrating on some kind of magic that you see gather around him. It's a spell you recognize, Nox. It's detect magic. Does it take him 10 minutes? No, it doesn't take him 10 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Holy crap, guys. This guy's powerful. <laughs> and then he starts leaping around the debris, puffs into smoke, and then appears somewhere else. 
I found it over here. It's over here. There's got to be it. All right. All right. We follow. I run over there. So you see a building that's pretty much completely collapsed into rubble, and he's jumping on one particular pile. It's beneath here. It's beneath here. All right. Open it up. That's not part of the deal. I said I'd show you where it was, and now I've done it. Tell us what you know about it. I never got in. I told you if the magics were too strong protecting it. He did say that. All right, let's start moving Robo, boys. All right, what about the uh, what about the teleportation circle? Oh, the circle. Now, that's interesting. Now, I never got to see where they were going to, but they talked a lot about it. And he looks upward. Up there. What do you mean? Up where? Way up there. Heaven? No, no. Heaven's much further away than just there. Okay, so was that teleportation circle not used when this building got thrown? Oh, no, they used it. Okay, then where did it go? You were in it. So it teleported way up in the sky and fell down here? I was trapped inside. I never really got a good look at where we were. All I could see were the stars once we arrived after they activated it. Just all I could see were stars out the window. Activated again. Calm down, Copes. Activated again. Copes, stop it. (laughs) I have to be at the start. But after we got there, we were there for maybe a day. And then stuff happened outside. I could hear distant explosions. Like there was a battle going on. Oh my god. After a while, something hit the tower. And I started to feel us falling. Intro. And we fell for we fell for a really long time. And then boom, you landed. How long have you been there? Oh, like five days, maybe. <laughs> he was part of the deity battle. Well, the tower was. He wasn't necessarily. Oh my god, we just invoked the gods who set this whole thing in motion. Good. No, we didn't. We invoked the name. Okay, so let's start moving some rubble. Was there anything else? Trying to think. Well, he stays until we're done. Yeah, he said that he wasn't free until you were safe on the ship. Okay. Sadly for him, he's bound to hang out with you guys. Well, make yourself useful and help move the rubble. No, that's not part of the deal. Don't be a jackass. Move the rubble. He frowns. (laughs) I'm moving rubble. You're just like the older demons. Always told me what to do. And he starts angrily moving rocks. <laughs> I turn around, I see him stacking them back up on the other side. Hey! What? <laughs> <laughs> What's up? No- nothing, man. Uh, he kicks it over. I start moving rubble. So you dig away for a little while. Mucinex making colorful commentary as you do so. And eventually you uncover a stone door. But it's almost like a latch type door where it's just a square block set into a wall that's probably set at about 75 degree angle into whatever building. Like a basement. Like a basement. The stone door itself is covered in detailed inscriptions, artistically showing the effects of the eight schools of magic. Knox, do you know how to get through that? Do you know how to get through this door? Um, I can take a look. I mean, it's got some sort of inscriptions of all the different types of magic, so I don't know if it has something to do with that. Yeah, Knox will will take a look at it and see 
I'm gonna take a 10 minute rest then probably. Hey, it's an Arcana check, and Arcana checks don't take 10 damn minutes. Uh, this can be a 21 Arcana. You get in close to take a look, and maybe you're even about to touch it for a moment, but then you feel like a sharp sense of danger, of risk, fill you. Your hair stands on edge, and you hover just a moment without touching the door. Well, that's not good, boys. I don't know if we're going to get into this thing. I mean, he told us he couldn't. He told us he didn't even know how. Yeah, this seems pretty dangerous. Cast a spell at it. I can, but everybody better back up. Back up. <laughs> I back up too. All right, Knox is going to back up about 10 feet. Yep. I back up 20 feet. Then. Yeah, y'all go a little bit. I back up 100 feet. Yeah, y'all go a little <laughs> bit further. And he's going to cast Thunder Wave from about 15 feet back. I stand by Knox. He takes his scimitar out and he digs it into the ground. And that same energy that pulses from his booming blade, that orange force kind of starts glowing on it. And he is going to sling his scimitar forward as a thunderous wave shoots out. Find out what happens next week on Discount Heroes. No Displacer Beast kittens were injured in the filming of this episode of Discount Heroes. Are we going to get a Mucinex outro? You know we are. Absolutely. Hey guys, uh, thanks for listening to Discount Heroes. I haven't fulfilled the terms of the deal. It looks like they snuck this one in and made me have to say all this random stuff. They say, you can follow us at the at the DH cast on Twitter and we'd love to hear from you they release every Thursday you can find great adventures every Thursday they made me say that they wrote it down and as always listen to discount heroes where questionable results are always guaranteed can I go now not yet